Hello and welcome back to the People's Wrestling Podcast. Firstly, Happy New Year. Um, just like to say to all of our new followers on Twitter, because it's been a ton. Um, Happy New Year from us at PWP. Uh, we've got a great show lined up for you today. A little bit different, stepping into the new year. We're going to be looking back on 2017 with hashtag PWP review uh, 2017. We'll also be looking forward to 2018 and all the stuff that uh, we've seen so far in what's been a busy few weeks uh, in pro wrestling. Um, but first up, let me introduce you to my co-host first. With his brand new nickname, it's the man that positivity forgot. Over to my right, it's Matt Bumby, everyone. Hello, everybody. I am Matt, sounding uncharacteristically positive. Sorry. <laughs> I will not be positive from this point on. That's what we like to hear. Uh, joined also to my right by one we haven't nicknamed yet. It's Aiden Bunker. How you doing, Aiden? Yeah, yeah I'm all right. <laughs> that, is, that is your Literally, gimmick, isn't that it? That is your gimmick. That is yeah, your I'm gimmick. all right. Are you ever going to be any more than all right? That's what you got to tune in for, really. <laughs> watch, watch Aiden's journey for up 2018. Because <laughs> 2017, he hasn't devi- uh, he hasn't de- deviated from all right yeah. at any point. <laughs> yeah. He's just been all right, apart from that time where he had a really shit day on his birthday. Yeah, that was a particular highlight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but do tune in more, please. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we've um, we've had a busy busy few weeks in in terms of our social media activity and everything like that. The landscape has changed slightly for us. We um, stepped up our social media game, and then up game. I feel like a bit of a celebrity with all notifications I'm getting. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, my phone's been going insane. <laughs> it's kind of annoying. Mine hasn't. Um... You turn notifications off, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I like to feel the buzz, you know, like literally when my phone vibrates. I yeah, like but literally it. when I'm at work, my manager's like, "What is that?" <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we have, we have um, seen a, a pretty sh- sharp rise in followers, so thank you all for your support. Uh, we hope you're tuning in. Uh, if not, what the fuck are you doing, mate? Um, but yeah, no, happy new year from us. As I say, great show lined up. Uh, did you so uh, introduce yourself? Oh, I didn't, did I? <laughs> so our new followers aren't going to know who the <laughs> fuck you are. What a schoolboy error. <laughs> Uh, I am, of course, Ali. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be at hosting Bunker. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, right, so let's get into it. So we've already seen, on the start of 2018, some pretty awesome matches, namely at one pay-per-view in particular, yeah. <laughs> outside of WWE. Obviously, Wrestle Kingdom uh, took place on the, oh, I think it was the 4th, the 4th, 4th of Jan, yeah. uh, at the Tokyo Dome. Um, and what, what, what more can you say about it, really? It was wow. an incredible, incredible show. I'm not usually with, very positive, but wow. Filled with incredible matches. Um, we It would be remiss of us not to mention Alpha versus Omega. Um, guys, Aiden, I'll start with you. Just how incredible was this match? It was all right. <laughs> <laughs> I think... Um... A lot of people had high expectations, but it surpassed almost everybody's expectations, I imagine. It was just, it was a very different match to what I I imagined it would be at the beginning. I thought it was going to be the whole, like, best in the world kind of thing, but it just turned into an all-out fight all over the place. It was just a proper brawl, wasn't it? Yeah, it was great. Good, good 
story throughout the match, just Jericho being the ultimate dick heel. <laughs> um, new side of Kenny Omega, which we hadn't seen before, and yeah, it was great. Matt, how about you? I thought it was the one of the best things I've seen in the past, well, I'd say past 10 years. It was it was that good. Yeah. And I just couldn't believe it. It was the first time I've ever watched a Wrestle Kingdom, and I just, I'm hooked now. Had you seen much uh, New Japan before then? I'd seen a little bit. I'd a little seen bit of Kenny Omega. Yeah, and, and I've seen like Kenny Omega fight before, obviously, because you get the buzz that his matches are like six-star. So I was excited going in, and obviously we know Jericho can perform. So it was... Usually fights like that, are, or matches like that, are going to be a letdown because two greats going against each other. But this was amazing. Yeah, I mean... He... You're quite right to say that usually in that sort of situation, it's very rare that they come up with a match which is match of the year quality. Yeah. Um, which is a shame because, you know, you think back at some of the matches that we had in WWE in the last few years where you've had the likes of, I don't know, um, I can't think of any examples <laughs> on top of my head now. Um, but you only get two real, real top stars who just don't seem to gel I've in, got a, in one a WWE for you. environment. Kevin Owens versus AJ Styles. AJ Styles, yeah, for instance, where everybody was looking at that to be a show stealer and to, to, to sort of be a match of the year candidate. And they had four or five different matches throughout the year. Yeah, and, they were and they just, just never really click. clicked in the way that... It's still good matches, but not really the great matches that you were expecting. So it's good, yeah, it's a good example. Um, and to a lesser extent, Roman Cena. Like, two yeah. massive stars, not obviously known for their technical prowess, but massive, massive, huge stars in wrestling. And you know the match was great, but it wasn't amazing. Yeah. Uh, and this 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 Jericho Mega match was was pretty much amazing. Um, and just yeah, as you say, different match to what I expected. I think different match to what everyone expected. I think we I listened to the podcast earlier. I think you both did as well. Yeah. Chris Jericho's podcast. They changed it sort of last minute to a no DQ match. But it wasn't last minute. It was just never planned to be a no DQ match. Yeah. Um, but they, they felt that the way that the, the altercations had taken place before, that it ha- kind of had to be. They didn't have any other choice, really. So it, I think they announced it. It, it did make me before. laugh when the uh, referee was telling <laughs> Jericho to break the hold, and he was like, it's no DQ, jackass. Yeah. <laughs> so Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> and when he was flipping off the crowd. Yeah. And uh, taking a photo of himself. Full of, full of great moments that that match and the whole and the whole show. To be fair, a shout out to to the Young Bucks and, and Cody. Young well, Bucks Cody, can't call him Cody Rose anymore, but <laughs> the Young um, Bucks match made me so fall in love with tag team wrestling again. Yeah, and it's just I would love I would love to have them in WWE, but I think the WWE would spoil them. WWE don't have any kind of track record like that, though. Um, yeah, they do. Shinsuke Nakamura, <laughs> just to <laughs> name one. Um, so yeah, Wrestle Kingdom, a really, really awesome show. It always is, to be fair. Last year was was um, probably the if highlight. If you've not seen it, go and watch it. Yeah, obviously, uh, most people, probably most wrestling fans, probably have. Yeah, but if you haven't, and you just and you love just good, solid wrestling matches from start to finish. Go give Wrestle Kingdom 12 a watch. It was uh, definitely worth your time. Do you want to know my favourite thing about it? Go on in. I sat there and watched five straight hours of wrestling and wasn't tired of it by the end. Yeah, I think that's just a fair assessment. 
I would struggle to get through, uh, say, WrestleMania, for instance, which is now turned into, I don't know, a six, seven hour extravaganza and not be a little bit bored of wrestling by the end. I think the and the thing was like no match was boring. No, exactly. Every match is different. They bring something different, and it's, the difference in crowds over there is that people say they're quiet and they're they're sitting down and they're studying. But what they're doing is for a show like this, they're not tiring themselves out. Yeah. When, when it if that was an American crowd, by the second or third by the third hour, they'd be they'd be tired. They'd be pooped, and. By the end of the night, they would be Love not the word reacting, <laughs> not reacting to anything. Yeah, there is that, and uh, which is what happens at WrestleMania. But they also show more respect. Yeah, they treat them like they're sports stars. Yeah, like they're like they're heroes. The, whole, the media press conferences, like you would never get that over here. And if you do, it's when WWE create fake press conferences and use like backstage staff as as interviewers and journalists. Yeah. So there is it's certainly a different landscape in it in New Japan. Um, obviously, there's a big, big difference in terms of production quality um, between WWE and New Japan. Everybody knows that the budgets are on a completely different level. Um, but you know, this is still a big, big show for New Japan, and you can sort of see it's kind of hard as a English-speaking person, um, a non-Japanese-speaking person, to. Uh, fully follow what's going on at all times because it's you know, obviously I think they do do a good to... like the English commentators do they try hard and Kevin Kelly actually I was really impressed with as a commentator I never really liked him in WWE no I, I didn't like him in WWE yeah, but actually he was like really good but, uh, and Don Callis as well uh, I never really listened to much Don Callis commentary but I thought he was good um, he played the sort of almost Bobby Heenan gimmick throughout the show yeah uh, throughout the start of the show anyway which I thought was quite was quite good um, so yeah just the show at the, uh, all the way through from start to finish was really really excellent none there wasn't any backstage stuff there was no celebrity involvement it didn't have just to be so different to WWE and in all the right ways and I'm going to give just quickly a special shout out to Marty Skull his uh his like performance and his antics throughout their fatal four way match. I think he was one of, if not the MVP of the night for me, where he became like a proper like superstar. Superstar, yeah. Like I think they're taking that title off him so that he can move on to better things rather than taking it off him because yeah, Osprey the, deserves it I more. I think that's what they've that's what they were saying as well. They're taking the title off him to make him better, not as a put down. Yeah, and also shout out to Will Ospreay because that that boy is amazing. At twenty just, at twenty four years old. Do you know what? Everyone on that card put a hundred and ten percent into everything they did. Yeah, and it just like if WWE could put on one event like that, it's just you just would be like so in awe of all of them. It reminds me of last year. I watched Wrestle Kingdom last year, and it finished on the six star Omega Okada match. And I remember reading stories at the time saying Vince has seen this and he he's decided he wants to end WrestleMania with like the best match of the year. And do you remember what we got? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do remember that. Roman Reigns versus The Undertaker at probably the worst match of WrestleMania and one of the worst of the year. Mm, yeah, it was so, pretty piss poor. Whether or not... But do, do you really think... Do you really think Vince sits there and watches these things and goes, nah, don't like that? 
Don't like I, that. I think, where's the Where's the gimmick? I think he, if he did watch it, the only thing he watched was Omega Jericho, because that's what Jericho said in his podcast was that Vince said, "Just let me know when it's on." So. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that was okay. Sounds and pretty Vince. Do you know what I? I was saying before I wanted Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks to come to WWE. I don't anymore. No. I don't want the. Actually, you could watch them every week. You'd probably get bored of them. Exactly. Like that's to, uh, New Japan World. Yeah, that's true. So maybe we should start doing a podcast about New Japan. <laughs> <laughs> no, we love the WWE. <laughs> we do. We're, we're WWE lifers. We are. If we like it or not. <laughs> so, yeah. So, great Wrestle Kingdom show. It's been a little bit quiet on the WWE front over the last month or so. Um, There's been a few little obviously, bits. Obviously, they made them work on Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that was New nice Year's, Which was great. I mean, they've, there's been a total change and that's um, a positive thing. <laughs> yep, Jason Jordan is the, one of the tag team champions. Yeah, we'll probably... Um, Jason Jordan part of the shield. Jason Jordan would love to be part of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, I don't really know where to go in this. But this is a different type of PWP this week. We're not going to just run down Raw and SmackDown. Uh, as I said in the intro, uh, we'll be looking back on all things great. Looking and not so back great. <laughs> over my shield. Sorry. Just carry on. It's fine. I don't know the <laughs> words. Uh, as I said, yeah, we'll be looking back on all things great and some not so great. From 2017, as we prepare to launch into 2018, Royal Rumble coming up. Everybody's got to be excited about that. Everyone loves the Rumble. Everybody loves the Rumble. And we're getting two Rumbles this year. So, you know, all the good. More Rumble than ever, I think they keep saying. I don't like that. (laughs) More Rumble than ever. Uh, Anyway. um, Not my stomach today. (laughs) More than your stomach. Anyway, on that note, on that bum note. <laughs> well, the reason why he's called Matt Bumby. <laughs> Ooh. Playground insults. Don't start. Why, lads? Just because you had a brain injury. Come at me, bro. <laughs> I would, I'd kill you. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> moving on. Um, as I say, we're going to be looking back. So, we've had oh, a great start to 2018, sorry. and we're really looking forward to what's going to be. Heading towards us uh, this year. But it's time to look back on over 2017. Um, so over the course of the last week or so, I think we've been putting out um, some, some polls on Twitter and on Instagram with uh, our sort of award c- categories, if you will, uh, to kind of you know establish who the fans are thinking are things like best superstar of the year or male superstar of the year, female superstar of the year, match of the year, etc., etc., We've had some pretty good responses. Um, do you want to run through these now, Aiden? Or, or should we do ours and or then say what the fans say? Yeah, I yeah. guess we can do that. So um, so we we had a, a, di- a bunch of different categories. Uh, one of the obvious ones to start with, um, if we go with match of the year, for me, there is for me, a there's few only one. choices, but there's only one that really, really stood out for me. And that has got to be Pete Dunne versus Tyler Bate. At NXT Takeover, yeah, without doubt, that's I can't think of a better match this year. Agreed. Well, that's that then. <laughs> no, I mean just for these two guys to come in to to their first, we say WWE pay per view, but it's an NXT show. 
um, and well, put on. Do you think on... the, only, the Blackpool event was last January? Yes. So this time last year, we didn't really know who. Well, if you watched yeah, the Independence, you knew who they were. Fan, yeah. But I didn't know who Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate were. No, um, yeah, the, yeah the, the event in Blackpool was the first time I, I'd seen Pete Dunne before, actually. But the, the event in Blackpool was the first time I'd seen Tyler Bate, and I was really, really impressed. Um, uh, I was surprised that he actually won the the belt at that. I didn't he was think. the youngest in the tournament. Yeah, by far, yeah. I think. Um, he was nineteen at the time. Yeah. Great facial hair for a 19-year-old. I'm so annoyed. <laughs> um, but yeah, Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate just put on one hell of a show. And actually, their second match, just as good. <laughs> just as good. So this was uh, this was a couple of months ago, wasn't it, on NXT? I think it was, it was about a month just ago. Around Christmas time. But I think it was recorded a little bit beforehand. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, that was that was a great match as well. Um and just it just says a lot about these two to be so like Tyler Bate is really really bloody young, annoyingly so. Uh, and Pete Dunn, I forget how old he is. I don't think he's, he's twenty four. He is. So yeah, he's, he's, 24. Just 25, he's just turned twenty five. Just turned twenty five. And he's also incredibly young to be in a WWE. That is, I mean, on the indies, you know, you do get that sort of age age yeah. group. Uh, but in WWE, they're usually a little bit older, a little bit more seasoned. To be that kind of complete, cause yeah, they, they seem so able to do anything almost apart yeah. from maybe the promos more so pete dunn than tyler bate i think in terms of character but in the ring tyler bate is can go like that kid is a, an excellent worker that thing he does off the rope with his head i know that's that's <laughs> incredible like, so dangerous I think. yeah so dangerous <laughs> like literally could snap your neck yeah i've seen it a couple of times before but uh that's, he perfected that i think yeah it's really unnecessary it's, like, <laughs> it's completely unnecessary it's completely but i love it well, I um, I think what made the Chicago Takeover Chicago match better was having Jr. on commentary. Yeah, Jr. on commentary and, and Nigel McGuinness as well, because he obviously knows these guys. Um, that did the commentary for uh, the Blackpool show, and Jr. is there. He described the story in a better way than Mauro would, because I think Mauro has a tendency to go, "Oh my God, <laughs> Mamma Mia." Topacon Hero, like all this kind of stuff. And JR, like, he gets it over in a way. Let's hope they like... don't go to Raw. Because <laughs> Booker T will fuck <laughs> that up. Um, but yeah, I think having JR there, like, just for this match as well, not even for the, the, the night, yeah. just and for I'm, that match. It must have been such an honour for them. Yeah. JR calling their match. Yeah, I think. We all agree, didn't we? Yeah, there's no, there's no other match of the year for me. And uh, we'll just list out our um, our candidates for match of the year that we put out on Twitter and Instagram. So that was Pete, Pete Dunn versus Tyler Bate, DIY versus AOP, Authors of Pain in a ladder match at the, at the same. Wasn't takeover. that with the revival as well? No, that was at Orlando. Oh yeah. Orlando. Uh, this was the ladder match where afterwards. Uh, Champa turned on. Gargano. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's the one. And then we've got Cena versus Styles at the Royal Rumble. Had a match. And then, then there was the other category. Um, so with the twi- with Twitter and Instagram votes, Pete Dunn versus Tyler Bate wins. Stina, uh, Stina. Styles and Cena. God, that's difficult for me to say. <laughs> is in a close, <laughs> close second. DIY versus AOP got no votes at all. And Other got two votes, but... Nobody said 
<laughs> they just said what matches they were. So. I think one of them, if I can only think of another one, it would be New Day versus New Usos, Day. Hell in a Cell. Yeah. There was to be fair, you could have picked many any of the any Usos any of the, yeah, matches. The I, think. Match. I think they were they were all pretty great. Um so yeah, congratulations to Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn. They are the re- first very first recipients of the PWP Match of the Year Award. Oh well we can tweet them later and see what they say. We, can, we, might, we might see Pete Dunn in in a week's time. And then I'm seeing him again in <laughs> two weeks' time. <laughs> He'll think I'm stalking him. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> He's got to answer our email at some point. <laughs> yeah. If physical uh, sort of intimidation doesn't work, then I don't know what will. Um, that's right. You could physically intimidate a wrestler, man. That's brilliant. Just, just to make it clear, by the way, we aren't stalking him. We're going to a show. <laughs> yeah, we are. Going, we're not yeah. like going to his house. They're coming to Milton Keynes. Will Osprey versus Pete Dunne, and, which will be a hell of a match. And Pete Dunne's at an event in Coventry. Yeah. So you are stalking him, but. Just yeah. You're just going to Milkies. I'm going to Milkies and commentary. <laughs> this will be what the fourth time you've met him in about six months. Yeah, yeah. He might, he <laughs> might think. I'm... To be fair, just because we're going to a show doesn't mean you're actually going to meet. Well, him. yeah, I know, but oh, I am meeting him. Uh... Recognizable. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I am doing the meet and greet at commentary. <laughs> <laughs> there was also meet and greet options. There was. I don't think it was meet and greet. It was just queue jump, and you get a signed poster, which I thought was particularly shit. Was it? I don't. Yeah. How much was the poster? <laughs> <laughs> it was twenty five fifty, I think, for a Q jump and a poster, a signed oh. poster. Nah. But not even by Pete Dunn or Will Osprey. It was other people. Oh. Yeah. Screw that. It was a bit rubbish. Um, that's an IPW event, I think it's, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, IPW event. So. Yeah. That mean we're taking a week off next week. Well, we'll we'll have to have a chat amongst ourselves, and so I've got some ideas about what we can do. Um. Obviously, it falls on a podcast recording day. Oh, my God. We're, we're currently recording in your house, Ali, and the venue is literally about a minute walk away from here. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very close. Um, is it close? Yeah. It's, it's the next estate it's, over uh, there. Literally, oh, okay. it's less than... <laughs> you can park, we'll park here and walk. It's probably, it's probably about a five-minute walk. Yeah. I'm not walking five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's a one-minute drive. Um, so, yeah, moving on then from match of the year... Uh, how about we go with female superstar of the year? Who did we all have for this one? Aiden, you want to start? Runaway, Victor, for me. I don't think there's a character called Victor in the women's division. No, he's in the male division. He's in the ascension. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Alexa Bliss by Miles. Absolutely Miles. Yeah? Yep. Been the champion twice on both Raw and SmackDown. Actually, even three times she's been champion this year on two different brands been the highlight of both Raw and SmackDown women division and you fancy the pants offer and yeah I would <laughs> <laughs> did Alexa start this year as champion on SmackDown yes yeah she started it and then lost it at Elimination Chamber to Naomi right yeah okay. Naomi got injured won it back at Wrestlemania I see yeah so yeah uh, Matt how about you come to me last fair enough um, now, I bloody love Alexa Bliss, and I'm not going to lie, I think it's very close, but just for the sheer brilliance of her undefeated streak in NXT and WWE, I'm going to go with Asuka, because she is a badass. <laughs> she, she is a badass. As we've said many times before, and Matt, you particularly mentioned this, she moves like no other woman on the roster. Yeah, without a doubt. She is by far the most believable 
in-ring competitor on a women's division. And she's just... She'd really, give a lot of the men that run for their money. Yeah, she's just really intense in the ring and everything she does looks painful. I don't know if it really is, but it bloody looks it. Um, she, obviously, since she's moved up to the main roster, she's carried that win streak on. It hasn't really been that overly impressive. I mean, she hasn't been she hasn't been up against the real top stars in the division yet, other than Alexa on Raw last week, which I thought was actually a really good match. So, you know, give me Asuka versus Charlotte, give me Asuka versus Becky Lynch, give me Asuka versus Sasha, and even Nia Jax, and I'm sure we'll see some really, really great matches. Just a quick side note here. Um, does this mean that Asuka and Miz going to have to win the Mixed Match Challenge? Because they're not, oh, yeah. they're not going to blow Asuka's winning streak on a Facebook watch match. No, he'll lose it, won't he? Yeah, but she'll, that would, she'll, lo- she'll get the loss. Yeah, but they'll she just, won't take a pin. They'll just change it to singles competition record rather than you know any competition. Mm, I don't know. That doesn't quite sit well with me. <laughs> well, they may, they may very well win the bloody thing. Never know. Yeah, they might do. But when you think about some of the other pairings, it would... I don't know. Like Braun Alexa, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> Braun Alexa. You've got Sammy and Becky. Uh, Alicia Fox and Goldust. <laughs> yeah, that's my pick. <laughs> Jimmy Uso and Naomi. Uh, Rusev Lana. Yeah, Rusev's going to do all the work and let Lana just stand in the corner, isn't he? Rusev Crush. And as I like to call it, and they definitely stole this from me. <laughs> The mixed matchka challenge. The matchka challenge. <laughs> yeah, Lana definitely stole that from you. She definitely saw your tweet and stole it. Well, I tagged them in it, so she obviously saw it. <laughs> I don't. This doesn't mean they necessarily saw it. Definitely did. Fair enough. Right, Matt. We're... Oh, sorry. Carry Just on. to say, people who did see our tweets this week, uh, Kenny Omega, he liked the tweet that we tagged him in. He did do, yeah. As did I think was it Matt Jackson from from the Young Bucks? Oh yes. one? yeah, Matt or Nick, can't remember which one it was. One of the Jackson twins. They're, they're, not, they're not twins. They're not twins. <laughs> There's like four years difference between them. <laughs> but yeah, so we've got a. Uh... So yeah, we're getting some recognition in the IWC internet wrestling community. Yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> Coming to you, Matt. Female wrestler of the year. Female superstar of the year, I should say. Okay, not for in ring. Because she's only been back a couple of weeks. But through all of the stuff that she's been through this year and the injuries she's been through, I'm going with Paige. Because I bloody love her. <laughs> and I like think, Paige, Matt. Obviously, she's, uh, she was out for a long part of the year. Um, I think just what she's gone through this year and all the ups. From a personal point of view, you mean? Yeah, and all the, down, the definite downs that she's had. Mm. Uh, to come back the way she has... Just think, brilliant. Just it has it has kind of been almost a seamless reintroduction. Like it hasn't felt like she's kind of out of place or whatever because a lot has changed since she's been out injured. It's just she's gone straight back in, recognizable character, brought two new people with her. It's been good. Yeah, she's slotted right back in there, um, pretty seamlessly, as you say, um, as and as you say rightly, with two new characters who. You know, pretty green um, in Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose. Um, but, you know, I feel under Paige's sort of leadership and guidance, they can they can kind of flourish. Um, I mean, more interested in Absolution than perhaps 
the Riot Squad on SmackDown. A million times. Um, I think that but is mainly because of Paige. Yeah, main, maybe that is because of Paige. Because if I think if they had a a page on that in the Riot Squad, maybe that would be a bit different. I just think everything about the Riot Squad reeks of copy and paste jobs. Yeah. Like this debuting the same week, having the same story of them taking on the whole division, having the same layout of a kind well, I of must admit, I love Ruby Riot. I think she's gonna be a really good I, She's she's really good on the mic. And I think two thousand eighteen she's gonna be big. I don't know. I just I'm I'm a bit more down on the riot squad. But she needs to get away from that. Absolution, I'm really impressed with Mandy Rose. Like Sonia Deville had a bit more of a of a background in this kind of area, but Mandy Rose didn't until tough enough however many years ago Booker T always goes on about. And yeah, I've been really impressed with her, like from what I've seen so far, you can't necessarily tell that she's almost brand new. Well, Paige was down in, in, well, down at the performance center with them, weren't she, before? Yeah. And they have been working a lot together, so... So, yeah, Paige is mine. Hopefully big things to come from, from Paige in particular, but Absolution and hopefully the right squad on SmackDown um, as well in 2018. Um, so, Matt, yeah, definitely not, not against your Paige selection, but it's got to be Asuka for me. And do you want to know who the uh, who our followers voted for? Do you know what though? Out of the two, I'd go Alexa Bliss. Thanks, Matt. No worries. Um, and our followers too went for Alexa Bliss. Um, Alexa Bliss, quite far out in the lead, and then joint second on our our competitors overall were Sasha Banks, Naomi, Asuka, Charlotte, Nia Jax, and Alexa. And Sasha and Asuka came in a joint second. Closely followed by Naomi, surprisingly, with Charlotte only getting one vote and Nia getting none. So, not not so many people thinking it was a great year for Charlotte this year, whereas last year it was all about Charlotte and all Sasha. about Charlotte, yeah. Just looking back on 2017 as a whole, how do you guys feel that you know the women's division is placed heading into 2018? Obviously, we've got now the very first women's Royal Rumble, and I'm I'm really surprised that there's actually going to be 30 women in the match. Considering there's only approximately 16 on the main roster, if you're not including Alexa and Charlotte. There's 15 confirmed so far. Right. That's what they said on Raw, I think. And you did see that Kurt Angle was on the phone to someone on Raw, and he he was talking to someone saying, I know you've not been in the ring for a few years, but it would be great to see you at the Royal Rumble, blah, blah, blah. Some of your star power. So, yeah, teasing something. So, I mean, where do we think, where do we put 2017 as a year for women's wrestling? Because, I'm not going to lie, the WrestleMania matches for the women disappointed me greatly and i wasn't too impressed with a lot of the matches throughout the year on pay-per-views and uh, we've seen things like the regression of people like bailey massively yeah uh, big disappointment for her even sasha banks to a certain degree yeah um but i think it's kind of picked up again towards the end of the year we saw the re-emergence of mickey james temporarily throughout the year i mean that's something i just Is think <laughs> They, I think they've just put a lot less effort in with the women this year. Last year was all kind of about... The revolution and... It, well, last year, I mean 2016, there's all about like having their main event, putting them in Hell in a Cell, that kind of stuff, putting them in cage matches. This year, especially the first kind of eight, nine months or so, just definitely felt like... Uh, 
put so many times on both Raw and SmackDown, just putting all the women in the match. Yeah, putting all the women in the same match. Like I've seen the same match a hundred times this year on TV. Yeah, especially on SmackDown. Say that with. Oh, you're gonna say about Seamus and but just especially on SmackDown, every week you get a six-woman tag match. You get what Naomi, Carmella, Tamina, with... and they're always backstage. All of them. Yeah, and they're always. It's like it's like that. We've gone back to women are in one storyline, and we have to get them all into the same storyline. And yeah. this is the women's bit. Whereas, why can't we have a women like someone fighting for the title, and then Becky Lynch and Carmella feuding about something like just. For a while, it seems like they've gone, right, we've got over the main bit of the revolution now. Let's just kind of reined it in a bit. We did, however, see the very first women's Money in a Bank ladder match. We saw two of them, actually. Yeah, but then that was ruined they by They kind of messed James that one up a little bit, didn't they? Um, I didn't mind it, to be fair. But um, So there, there was some firsts in the year, and obviously we're going to start 2018 with the, with the Royal Rumble for the first time for women. And they have to get that right. They have to get it right. Uh on the Royal Rumble then just as a very early um, that's not even that early prediction who's going all the way who's the last woman standing um, I, I'm almost certain this isn't going to happen but I would really like it to happen because I actually do really like her I'm going to go with Becky Lynch that's not going to happen <laughs> I know that's why I said it's not going to happen but last two I said one Matt one last two Asuka Page Page throws at Asuka that's that's also not going to happen. I don't think. I think Asuka's winning. Asuka's going to win this rumble. Don't just don't just go with what you think <laughs> is happening. I don't, I don't know. Getting uh, getting your eclair on. Munching on his eclairs. I've got to eat up these Christmas chocolates. <laughs> they ain't going to eat themselves. Uh, anyway, probably the right. worst chocolate to have as well in eclair while we're doing a podcast. All that's left. <laughs> <laughs> Aiden's out of commission for the next 10 minutes. <laughs> um, Other chocolates are available. <laughs> so, Aiden, Becky Lynch for you winning the Rumble. Matt, you're going Paige. I'm going Asuka. We'll probably end up being Nijax or someone. <laughs> do, you know, do, you know, do you want to know what my theory is? Go on. So, who here remembers James Ellsworth winning the first Money in the Bank match? Women's Money in the Bank match? Yes. <laughs> Has anyone ever heard of the theory that Vince McMahon wanted to turn James Ellsworth into a woman and fight Charlotte at WrestleMania? Yes. He was going to win the Royal Rumble, wasn't he? James Ellsworth, he hasn't been released from his contract. He's coming back, surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble. He's going to win it, then he's going to go on to face Charlotte at WrestleMania, and whether he wins or loses, he's helping Carmella cash in at WrestleMania, and that's how they get back together. It was all a ruse. I'm telling you, that's what's going to happen. Also, Daniel Bryan's coming back. Thanks for that little input there. I've been predicting these things for months. <laughs> it's happening, trust me. I'm willing to bet it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I should think it, it won't happen. Uh, I don't I don't doubt that that might have gone through Vince's head at some point. <laughs> um, especially if the rumours are to be believed that he was going to turn Ellsworth into a woman. Because he is. Vinsane. <laughs> it's so insane. Um yeah, no, hopefully that does not happen. Um something we hope does happen is that we see the uh, renewal of some rivalries that really lit up two thousand and seventeen. Um so 
this brings us on to our rivalry of the year. I will go year. first this time. That's so, that rivalry of the year, 2017, and the PWP review. Hashtag PWP review, 2017. Technically, it's PWP 2017 review. Well, technicalities, whatever. Matt, coming to you. Uso's new day, without a doubt. How come? Just because, uh, to be you fair... You weren't prepared for me to ask that question, not, I just thought we were going to go with it. Uh, no, every pay-per-view they were on for SmackDown, they stole the show every time. And the, you think the likes of Cena... Cena were on... Um, not Cena. Kevin Owens versus AJ was on some of the main events. And they stole the show. The Hell in a Cell match was amazing. And yeah. First, just, isn't that first ever Hell in a Cell match for tag titles? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was. I think it was the first two-on-two Hell in a Cell match as well, right? Because yeah. I know we had DX versus Vince and Shane and Big Show. Yeah. Um, but I don't think we ever had a straight-up tag team Hell in a Cell match. Big year for the tag team revolution. Oh, it was a hell of a year for the tag teams, I think. On SmackDown, mainly. SmackDown, Rora. <laughs> Only really had two tag teams. Yeah. Um, we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that in a bit. Um, do we have to? Yes, we do. Um, oh, oh, yeah, because we've got worse rivalry. Yeah, we do. <laughs> but Aiden, for you, best rivalry of the year, 2017. Off the top of your head. I'm not finished with you! <laughs> Braun and Roman was my favourite food of the year. Uh, yeah, I, I can see why. Just non-stop Braun moments. Him attempting to murder Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns trying to commit murder back. All the different matches they had. Roman bringing out the best in Braun. Just various segments. and just It was just two guys literally trying to beat the shit out of each other. And it was fun to watch. Every match was fun. I, I couldn't disagree with that, to be fair. I mean, no, can't for sheer match quality, the Usos New Day by far stands out as, as the best uh, feud of the year for me. Uh, Braun and Roman are very, very close second. Uh, I think Roman really, really did bring out the best in Braun. And, and, and you know, to a certain extent, vice versa. Um, we saw Roman in some new types of matches and we saw Braun show some vulnerability uh, but still look dominant, which is, I think, exactly what his character needed. Um, and then we ultimately pushed Braun into the main event spotlight, um, which is you know, great for us and great for Braun. And Braun actually technically won the feud. Yeah, I mean, Braun beat Roman. Won yeah. the ambulance match. He yeah. beat him in previous match. Yeah. And yeah, this was a good run. Yeah, for all your Roman haters... <clears throat> Matt, <laughs> he doesn't win every feud. Oh dear. <laughs> so for me, I'm going right. I'm going Uso's New Day, um, but just I think just ahead of Braun and Roman. Special, uh, special mention to I really enjoyed the Kevin Owens Shane story. What you were gonna fucking say? Um, I can't even think of their names now. Uh, Seventeen and. <laughs> Shane and Cesaro. And I was going to tell you to fuck right <laughs> off. No. Um, the Kev- Kevin Owens Shane storyline I really enjoyed. Um, and it's still going on. And it's still going on. And I've enjoyed the uncertainty of what the hell is going on. What's going on with Daniel Bryan? Daniel mate? Bryan and Shane. Like, yeah. Shane's a twat. Like, he's a really, he's a proper dickhead. Yeah. Well, we um, knew that. 
And but speaking, I did also kind of enjoy Shane's rivalry with AJ. Yeah, I like, quite enjoyed when, that one. When Shane has a match, it's generally, apart from the Undertaker match, there's proper reason. Like it's a good yeah. build. Um, Although that I would note that that one escalated too quickly, way too soon, with AJ throwing Shane through a car window for <laughs> no reason. Yes, <laughs> but the whole as as a whole, it was a good story and I enjoyed it. But no, for me, Braun, nothing touches Braun and Roman this year. Okay. No mentions for um, Finn versus Bray, which is interesting. Surprise. Or Bray Randy Orton. <laughs> Sister Abigail versus the uh, versus the demon. That match that we never actually got can to see. Can you just take that demon picture demon. off your computer, please? No. All I can see is Roman Reigns staring at me. <laughs> he's actually, he's, he's looking, looking the other way. <laughs> but it's still really off right, I'll turn it this way. Yeah, I'd like to look at Roman when I record podcasts. <laughs> Hold on, was that a turn for Roman there? <laughs> No one's going to get that. Yeah. I can't see the photo. Oh, anyway. <laughs> uh, moving on then. So back to one of our official rewards because I think I went off piste there a little bit. Um, tag Team of the Year. Now, there's a few options from both WWE and NXT, actually. Uh, Aiden, how about you? Where are you going? I think there's only one choice for me. but There's only one for me. Yeah, it's definitely the Usos. Yeah, it's definitely the Usos. Country mile. It's got to be the Usos. I mean, they have it's been. Gotta be gay. They've been fantastic all year. Reinvented themselves. Do you know the thing that stood out for me most? Go for it. Promos. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Real, real intense promos. Uh, a bit shouty. <laughs> a bit shouty. <laughs> I mean, and that rap battle with New Day was was awesome. I still don't know what day one is. H means. I don't think anybody knows what day one is H means. <laughs> Not least Breezango. I think that, that, that's, what, uh, that's what makes it so cool. <laughs> no, the mystique. No that's one knows the, what it means. What the kids day one want. is H could be anything. <laughs> um, so yeah, U- Uso's for me. Jimmy and Jay. And also, special shout out to their music. Oh yeah, I bloody love their music. Yeah, I bloody love their music. <laughs> I think this should be... A time where, Aiden, you play the music. <laughs> if you want me to. <laughs> play it. So we've all gone Usos. Uh, Aiden, what did our PW peeps say? Go on the That's peeps. That's a new one, by the way. <laughs> um, That's you guys, by the way. You are our PW peeps. PW peeps. Or PW peepers, as I... How <laughs> 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 cool are our fans? Peepers. <laughs> The slightly stalkerish ones we can. We haven't got like any. Matt's a PWP for on Pete Dunn. <laughs> Let's not freak him out because if he actually listens. Yeah, Pete Dunn's going to listen. He might. Speaking of Pete Dunn. He's got our card. We done a poll on Twitter <laughs> <laughs> for our tag team of the year. And the choices were the Hardy Boys, Authors of Pain, The New Day, The Bar. <laughs> the Bar. Uh, Ambrose and Rollins and the Usos or other and right away winners the other one <laughs> uh, where the Usos joint second were New Day and Authors of Pain um, Bar, Bar and Ambrose and Rollins got roughly the same amount of votes and Hardy's got none no one went for the Hardys this year because they're fucking shit and old <laughs> Jesus <laughs> how, how dare you talk about Hardys like that you little prick <laughs> 
I'm not little in any way. All right. But I am a prick. Um, so yeah, Uso's runaway winners with, with all us three and the PW Peepers. Peepers, fuck! <laughs> PW Peeps. So, oh. congratulations to Jimmy and JD Uso's official recipients of the Tag Team of the Year Award from us at PWP. Right then, moving on then to our next PWP Award of 2017. Let's go with Moment of the Year or... OMG moment of the year, or whatever you want to call it. Um, pretty much just some shocking moments or, or some great moments throughout the year that we didn't see coming. Um, what were our options, Aiden? So, our options online we've seen a proposing to Nikki at WrestleMania. Fuck off. The Shield reuniting. Fuck off. Sammy's saving Kevin Owens at Hell in a Cell. Brilliant. Jinder winning the WWE title. Fuck off. Um, the Hardy Boys return at WrestleMania. Fuck off. Really? No, I'm joking. <laughs> and, um... I just wanted to see your response to that. <laughs> and, uh, Kevin Owens attempting to murder Vince McMahon. Fucking brilliant. So, do we want to go with straightforward the PW peeps? No, we'll go, we'll go with, we'll go with our ones. Okay. Um, so, I'm going to start this one. Because I'm, I can do that now, I'm the host. Um, for me... And there was a couple of options. I was a little bit torn, but for me, it's got to be the Hardys. The return at WrestleMania was epic. Like, <laughs> you're rolling your eyes, Matt, <laughs> trying to be a wind-up merchant. <laughs> but for me, it's got to be the Hardys. I was I was so, so surprised to see them at WrestleMania. There had been a couple of rumours that they might be returning. Um, definitely nothing for at WrestleMania I hadn't seen anyway. Um and I was confused because they'd wrestled the night before against the Young Bucks in, I think it was a ladder match or, yeah, or a TLC match or something. Um, and but didn't they lose? A, they had titles, didn't they? Yeah, they lost the titles to the yeah. Young Bucks. Um, interesting story. I saw that the Young Bucks on Edge and Christian's podcast revealed that they were um, told, well, the Hardys told them that Vince had asked them to go easy on them during that match because they were going into WrestleMania, which obviously, in hindsight, makes sense. Uh, but we didn't know but that. Fair play Young Bucks because they could have just quite easily come out and gone, "Yeah, they're going to be on tomorrow." Yeah, yeah, they could have done, but um, that's a way to kill your career in professional wrestling, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but they've already shown that they don't give a shit about the WWE. Yeah, so I think secretly they do. I think they do. It's. As as Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega has recently described it, it's not like they they want it for everyone to work together. They want to make wrestling cool. They don't necessarily want to have to be against each other. So I think they do secretly, not see even secretly. They just do want, like and want to work with WWE in a way. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and going back to the Hardys then, so WrestleMania it was a big shock for me. They obviously they uh, were the last entrance into. Uh, Tag team ladder match? Yeah, the, uh, it was a triple threat ladder triple match. Triple threat, yeah. So it was a fatal four-way in the end. Everyone thought it was going to be New Day when they were coasting WrestleMania. They didn't have a match lined up. They came out in their gear and then swerve. It was the Hardys. I just thought that was brilliantly executed. And it made it literally made my jaw drop. Not literally, but a little bit. And it was one of the loudest crowd reactions for anything I've ever heard. Oh, yeah. A hell of a pop, which always helps. Crowd went insane like and it was a sustained like holy fucking shit i can't believe this is happening i think mean, it was that great and because <laughs> um my, my mate peter from work had been saying 
leading up to it. Oh, the Hardys are going to come in during the match. They're going to return during the match. You're telling me you got a mate outside of this podcast? I do, yeah. Because apparently that's frowned upon. Well, I don't go and watch things with him over over choosing my PWP brethren. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> he texts me. Back. <laughs> Sorry about the politics there. He texts me saying, as we were watching it, I was watching it with Ali. He texts me saying, this is it. They're going to come back. I was like, it's not going to happen. And then... Reading the text back, all I've got is a bunch of eye emojis and me going, what the fuck? What the actual fuck? They're winning. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and my jaw was almost literally on the floor for the whole entirety of their entrance just because I, I was 100% convinced they were not coming back. Especially it must have been a living room where you both, <laughs> both jaws on the floor. Yeah, and it was one of the best moments of my life. You've lived a sad fucking life. So, Aiden, you're going Hardys as well, don't I'm assuming? Uh, no, I'm going with Jinder. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am going with the Hardys. Matt, then, uh, you're not going with the Hardys. No. Because they're shit and old, according shit and to you. Old, too predictable. Um, have you predicted the Hardys coming back? They were coming back. It was so obvious they it's were coming back. Yeah. No, back. they were coming back. Everyone expected it to be the Raw. It was just the night before. No. <laughs> Which in itself is a shock. Brilliant. Carry on. Kevin Owens, headbutting the chairman. Now that is a shock. Is it though? Yes. I I, I thought it was going to happen just the night after at the house show. <laughs> You're a cock. I know. I mean, it was great. It was great. It was well executed. And Vince took that headbutt like a champ. And, and a frog splash. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, it's there a, was blood, and it was there was actual real blood, uh, and it was a shocking moment. So I'll give you that one. It was a it was an OMG moment. Um, it's just I think the Hardys tops it for me for pure reaction. For pure reaction's sake, I'm going to the Hardys. But I want to give a special shout out to Jinder, not to Jinder, not to <laughs> there weren't anyone on this list. Um, it's speaking of lists, oh. festival of friendship. Oh. By far one of the best things to happen. Kevin this year. Owens with his ended up with his list of Owens or whatever list it was. Of KO, list of KO. It was just brilliant. The whole segment. I loved. Jericho being probably the most entertaining he's ever been. Just so ridiculously over the top. And that's saying something as well, because Jericho's been entertaining for like twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> and uh it's it's interesting actually. Um I was listening to Jericho's podcast today with Jimmy Jacobs, who's the writer who generally worked with KO and Jericho throughout that year. Is he the one who got fired? He got fired, <laughs> taking a picture of the Bullet Club. Um, and Jericho was saying how uh, Vince wasn't there that week. He'd briefly mentioned it to Vince the week before, and he said, yeah, just do whatever you want. But Triple H really didn't like the idea. He thought it was way too over the top, like... like Triple H is on the side of physicality, whereas Vince is on the side of entertainment. So Triple H didn't like the idea, but they eventually kind of got him round to it and said, yeah, let's do it. And then at the end, after it all happened, Triple H called Jericho and said, look, you were 100% completely right. That was perfect. And it was. But the whole gifts thing and it tying into Kevin Owens' story with Goldberg, beating up Gilberg... Uh, then Kevin Owens getting him the gift and Jericho going reading it like oh it's a new list and then picking it and then saying why is my name on it and then picking it up so it's facing the camera it was just everything about it was brilliant that was that was 
perfectly played by Chris Jericho. The and the whole the, the way the he, lift up, he lifted yeah. the lift up to, towards the camera so you could see what it said, and even the way he went, why is my why is my name on this list? Just, it was just perfect. And just even he supposed it was it was a heel at the time, but just when it happened, it was so gut wrenching, <laughs> heart wrenching. Like I felt so sad just watching Jericho get the shit beaten out of him, and it was brutal. The power bomb on the apron, throwing him into the TV, it was just great. Kevin Owens is great. Well, you know, you know what I always sort of gauge these with that type of thing. So when there's a massive betrayal of two, you know, not fan favorites because they were both heels, but very popular superstars, um, and you, they don't want to see them break up. When there is an audible no or <laughs> gasp from the crowd, yeah, because that is when you know they've done their job right. The crowd gets to see Kevin Owens heading towards Jericho before the camera does. So when you hear the crowd go, oh, shit, and, yeah. then, it, and then it happens, it's you're there like, oh, man. like I, I didn't want to see it. I knew they were going to have to break up. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to see them break up anytime soon. Mm-hmm. But if there had to be a way for it to be done, that was the perfect way. Yeah, shout out to the Festival Fringe. The only reason I would not have it in my list of oh my god moments is because I saw it coming. Yeah. Like, we knew they had to break up. We knew Kevin Owens was going to turn on Chris Jericho. Um, and what's but disappointing we knew the Hardys me, were coming back. We did not know the Hardys were coming back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, the, the main disappointment for me is what it eventually led to, which was Goldberg winning the title and a bang average WrestleMania match. Goldberg, <laughs> olden <Sorry>. shit. <laughs> uh, That's anyway. how I'm describing people in 2018. So, how did our PW peeps vote? So, uh, Matt, I'm sure you'll like this. Um, we'll, we'll do it in reverse order. In last place, Cena proposing got zero votes. Fucking good. Um, Sammy saving KO came second last. Then we've got the Shield reuniting. And then in a joint second, we've got Jinder winning and... Jinder winning anything. <laughs> and KO killing Vince, meaning our winners were the Hardys return at WrestleMania. So, oh, you know, get fucked. A... <sighs> PW peeps, you've let me down. Well, I personally agree with them. Good choice, PW peeps. Yeah, and congratulations to the Hardys. Official recipients <laughs> of the PWP. <laughs> OMG moment of the year award. One of the only uh, accolades they haven't had yet in their <laughs> their old and shit career. It's a pretty big one. What did they do? They won tag titles. Apart from winning the tag titles on their first night, what have they done since? They had good matches. Matt's become woken. It's Brilliant. Not, it's not about what they did in the year. It's what they it's did in a the moment. moment. That's why it's called OMG moment of the year. And literally, when they came out, what were the first words you hear? Michael Cole going, oh my god! Which he says quite a fucking lot. <laughs> Actually, he only ever gets to oh, oh my! my. <laughs> but no, the, the crowd reaction tops it for me. I think it the was, crowd reaction at WrestleMania was insane. I, I wish I could not wish enough to be in that. Arena. Yeah, that sustained pop was unbelievable, and for me, that's why the Hardys win it. Matt, you can disagree all you like. The Hardys win. Just accept it. Alright, you <laughs> fucking knobs. Uh Right then, moving on then. So I think this is our last PWP award um, for the 2017, right? Yep. 
topical. I like it. Yeah. She <laughs> agreed as well. Yep. <laughs> um, the big one. Yep. Male superstar of the year for yep. 2017. Um, right, well, okay. There are some choices in here that some of us don't agree with. <laughs> um, but I think every single person on this list has a genuine, legitimate shout at being called Male Superstar of the Year. Um, Aiden, I'm going to go with you first. I'm coming to you. Who... Are you choosing me as your Superstar of the Year? <laughs> No, definitely not. You're I'm just you're just up. all right. Um, yeah. all right. <laughs> your choice for male superstar of the year, please, and why? Well, this is a tough one. Lots of uh, lots of potential candidates. Do you want a drum roll or something? Um. Oh. I mean, your like, shit. Ah. Sorry. I mean, it's just got to be Braun! <laughs> you mean Braun! No. Um, yeah, Braun Strowman. My superstar of the year. Just moment after moment, match after match. Booked exactly how he should have been booked, apart from maybe the Lesnar match. Um, <laughs> well, we just, got one F5 and that was it. Just what a year for Braun Strowman. Who would have predicted that this no, time yeah, last right. year? No one would have predicted it, to be fair. Just, just non non-stop brawn. Um, the reactions he's been getting from the crowd. He's so over. He's so entertaining. I like the fact that he started to when he's like beating the shit out of someone. He slams them once, and, and then, then the crowd go more. one more time, and he goes, "Yeah, go on then." Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I can do that. It's brilliant, and he's he's improved so much in the ring, and he's really not bad on the mic at all. I think yeah, his promos right. have like. The the promos he cuts are exa- almost exactly what they need to be, and I loved. His, yeah, they're exactly the same. They need to. I love his shorter. his new introduction of catch these hands, <laughs> which he just keeps bringing out. Um, and yeah, great. Just what a year for, for yeah, Braun Strowman. Strowman. To be fair, good year for Braun. Matt, how about you? I would go AJ Styles. We all know AJ Styles. Not personally, no. Well, we all know him as a wrestler. We all know what he can do. I, I just think he is the best male on the roster. Started and ended the year as champion. Yeah, and I just most of his matches are four or five stars. So that's yeah. mine. I mean, I'm... it's easy. Mine's easy. It's just he's just that good. He's the best on on the roster. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, now I know people will expect me to say AJ Styles. And whilst I generally believe AJ Styles is the best in-ring performer in WWE right now... I swear to God, if you say Roman Reigns... I swear to God, my mic's going to be thrown at your head. <laughs> if you say The Rock, my mic is going to be thrown at your head. Superstar of the year for me... is Roman Reigns. For fuck's sake. <laughs> Think about it. It's Roman Reigns. It's not AJ Styles. <laughs> it's not Braun Strowman. It's not The Miz... It's not Brock Lesnar. It certainly ain't Randy Orton, John Cena, Bray Wyatt, any of those people. James Ellsworth? Oh, I forgot about James. No. <laughs> um, it's Roman Reigns. If you think about it, he's the glue that holds the whole main event picture together in WWE. He's Have the you guy. been drinking from Vince McMahon's Kool-Aid? <laughs> no. He is the guy that you go to when you want a main event match putting on. 
I know AJ is a better in-ring performer, and I know there are better in-ring performers out performers out there. And I know that they, you can argue that Roman has been shoved down our throats, which I don't agree with, by the way. Um, but just think about it. The great matches he's had all year. He has put on solid, great main events all throughout the year with every single person he's he's wrestled. Uh, whether it be on his own, against the likes of Braun, uh, John Cena. I'll or... stop you here. So you're telling me you would rather see AJ versus Roman... And AJ versus Braun. Yes. Aiden? They're two completely different matches. Who would you rather see? Well, the only reason why I'd go AJ Braun is I haven't seen that yet, whereas I've seen AJ Roman. And it was shit. But it wasn't shit. It wasn't <laughs> shit at all. Roman shit. I, I hate Roman Reigns. I, Roman's a better in ring performer than Strowman. So. He would mesh That's better true. with AJ Styles. You two are so up Vince's ass. <laughs> We're not. I'm just... Listen, I understand the people's view on Roman can be slightly clouded by the fact they think he's been pushed too heavily. And Think. to a certain extent, maybe he has a little bit. But you can't. You cannot argue now that he hasn't earned it. Do you, do you know what? Roman Reigns is Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And Matt is Shane McMahon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Just a, <laughs> just a constant vendetta. Yeah. Like, I'm not Roman Reigns' biggest fan. I'm probably not as big a fan of him as you are, Ali. And But I'm nowhere near as down on him as you are, Matt. I just see him for what he is. And that's Shit. a great performer. And I'm no by no means Roman Reigns' biggest fan. I'm, I've had enough negative things to say about Roman Reigns throughout the year as, as anyone else. But the positive far way out the neg- uh, outweigh the negatives. You think he's had great matches on Raw, not even in pay-per-views, with the likes of Jason Jordan and Elias uh, and Samoa Joe, which I know is not so difficult to do because Samoa Joe is great. And Cesaro, that match in particular was awesome. Just and The Miz. Think, thinking about Roman's year, so he, he starts off with good matches with Kevin Owens, especially at Royal Rumble. Retires Undertaker. Shit match, but what a, says more about what, the Undertaker, I think, than Roman. Uh, yeah, Roman carried him through that match. Um, then he moves into his amazing feud with Braun. Then attempts to kind of to reunite the Shield, which maybe weren't so good, but part of, like you couldn't help what went wrong with that. But then his whole Intercontinental thing's been great. His matches with people like JJ, Samoa Joe, The Miz, Elias. Just like Finn Balor, great. Yeah, uh, for me, Roman is male superstar of the year and uh, fully deserving. Um, well, he's not getting my vote, so it's going to be Braun Strowman, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> well, okay, so this we'll chuck it to the poll. Who who do we get votes for, Ed? Roman Reigns weren't even in the list. So. Yeah, for some reason, Roman wasn't in our on our poll. I know the reason. It's because Matt put together the artwork. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So our um, Thank our, your reason. our choices were Brock, Jinder, AJ, Miz, Pete Dunne, at any point. and Braun. So working in reverse order, Brock came last with zero votes. Good. Then in a tie, we have Jinder and Miz. Then. I honestly cannot believe that Jinder got any votes. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know whose was voted for the for Jinder. Probably Jinder. 
<laughs> the Jindians. It was the Singh brothers. <laughs> the, well, only <laughs> the only one of them. They the other one voted Miz. Only get one vote. <laughs> um, so then after that, Pete Dunne in third place. So that means in second place, only losing out by one vote is Braun Strowman, meaning AJ Styles was voted. So who are we going to go with? As the, uh... Are we going to go with the the PW peeps? Well, so, okay. This is where, this is a position I like to be in. So you've gone AJ and you've gone Braun. Um, and AJ wins the vote. It's got to be AJ, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's well, the whole point of these votes, really. That's fine with me. Well, you you got your vote, didn't you, Matt? So yeah. you're nice and happy now, aren't you? Well, it's so great, yes. <laughs> well, I bloody love AJ, so I'm happy with that. So congratulations <coughs> to AJ Styles, male superstar of the year for 2017 from the PWP. And before we uh, before we wrap this up, I just want to have a quick discussion. That's our last official award. Just a quick discussion on who we think is our who we think are our most improved superstars because i want to give my pick goes to elias i've been massively entertained by everything that elias has done since coming up to the main roster apart from his food fight with jason jordan but i get, then i get to saw him see him punch jason jordan in the face so that was fine by me so mine's gonna be jason jordan what <laughs> no, i'm <only> joking <laughs> jason jordan fuck off oh, mine's gonna be the usos yeah, so I think when if you just come up with a list of people, Braun Strowman, Elias, Jason Jordan is is improved. Jason Jordan for sure. Fuck um, off. Jason Jordan is shouldn't be anywhere near where he is now. Chad Gable for me as well. Chad Gable, the Usos, uh And so more thinking. No. Not for Why me. not? He's the cruiserweight champion. No, he, I just, no, he's a, I can't do, I can't. <laughs> the C word nearly came yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> nearly, nearly dropped the bomb. But I'm only saving that for <laughs> Mojo <laughs> Rawley. Um, who, who else do things? Who do you think's been most improved? Mojo. I was talking to Ali, mate. Come on. <laughs> um, for you know, for me, it's kind of hard. I. And I know he's always been good, but I'd go Xavier Woods. I yeah, I was thinking Xavier Woods. Sami Zayn. And I, I, this doesn't have to necessarily be restricted to the young guys. I think, especially in the second half, Dean Ambrose had a resurgence. I think the the the, the whole Shield thing, mainly the thing with Seth, really helped Dean Ambrose. So yeah, I'd, I'd sort of feel that one as well. Um, Matt, you said Sami Zayn. That's an interesting choice. I think he was really in the you know, in the long grass for most of the year, not to be seen or heard from until that Hell in a Cell uh, moment with KO and Shane. Um, so, yeah, he's definitely had a resurgence. No, his, undoubtedly. His new heel persona is very entertaining. Yeah, it's very entertaining. And uh, Sammy is rocking that heel persona, which I had doubts that he could do. Alexa Bliss, she's massively improved, even though she was great at the you start of the year. You had to put Alexa year. Bliss in, didn't you? Um, shout out to Renee Young, just because. Sure, yeah. Shout out no. to Ren- to Renee she hasn't bit, improved. I think she has. Getting a bit more kind of on-screen personality and. You used to love that, don't you? Stories. Uh, yeah. Well, we like to like people here. We're not. We don't have to hate everyone like you do. <laughs> it's fine. 
I'm not a positive person. He is the man of positivity, forgot. I am. But that um, is me. Got any other candidates? Paige? I don't think Paige has improved as such. No. I don't think maybe she's a little bit better on the mic. She needs to go in every award that we've got. I don't, at least she hasn't told anyone, you know, haven't reminded anyone of someone's dead brother or anything this year, uh, which is I don't an improvement. Think, well, I don't think that was her. I think that was written. Well, whoever wrote that needs firing. <laughs> they probably were. <laughs> um, yeah, Paige, whatever. I'll go with Paige. She's, in, she's improved. Um, I don't think we have an official recipient for this one, do we? I just think no, that's just banded around some names. Uh, who are we looking forward to seeing? Who do we think in 2018 is going to be a breakout star? That's my question. I did I did have another for most improved, actually, from NXT. I'll just quickly chuck that out there. Andrade, Cien Almas. Oh, yeah. That's Nobody would have thought, even just six months ago, that he would end up as NXT champ. If anything, I would have thought he'd probably be more likely to be fired. Um, but who who are we most looking forward to see in 2018? I really hope they do something big with Samoa Joe. I think it's a big, big year for Samoa Joe. Yeah, it's definitely It's kind be. of now or never, I think. Yeah. Um, I, I desperately want them to do something good with Bray Wyatt. I'm done with Bray Wyatt. I think... I think if nothing happens this year, I genuinely wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised to see him go somewhere else. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see him gone in the early early part of this year. Bray Wyatt could would never work in another promotion, I don't think. No. Not as Bray Wyatt or anything similar. I don't think his character would work anywhere other than WWE. WWE's, and at the minute, it's not really working there. So WWE's production and their production value adds to Bray's character which might not be so easy, easy to do in, say, Ring of Honor or something. Yeah, exactly. I would like to see Alistair Black. Yeah. Yeah. Called up. As long as they don't ruin him. Yeah, as long as they don't ruin him. I want, I'm, I'm looking forward... There's talks of potential for... Because obviously at the Royal Rumble, we've got AJ defending against Sammy and KO in a handicap match. So there's talks of one of Sammy and KO winning the title and them facing each other at Mania. I would love to see that. Like, imagine that moment for them. I would love to see that, but I'd love also a stipulation in that because I think they're really good at, like... Kevin Owens is great at creating Mm. something out of nothing, like with chairs and tables. Ladders especially. Yeah, he can just... Like no other person, he builds stuff and you think... Jesus Christ, what is he going to do? And then he inevitably yeah, goes through yeah, it. Yeah. Same way that if, I, if I'm if i tearing all the stuff off an announce table, I'm going through that announce table. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I have my doubts about whether that... I, I don't have a doubt that that would be a great match to see, but I have a doubt whether that would be something WWE would do at a WrestleMania main event. I, I personally don't think it's going to happen. No, I think that's not... It won't be the main event if it does, because we all know that Roman and Brock will be. Hmm. But... It's something I would love to see for them, as if I knew them, but I don't. So, for me, um, <clears throat> it's kind of a tough one. I'm kind of torn. I think it's going to be, as I say, a big, big year for Samoa Joe. Um, I also think it's, a, hopefully, a big year for Cesaro. Now, we've seen, obviously, Cesaro in singles action a little bit this year when he's wrestled Dean and Seth on many, many different occasions, and that match with Roman. Um 
I just feel like she is easier to break out from the Again, tag team scene. It's a now or never, isn't it? Yeah. I'm not sure if it's right now specifically, but this year, I kind of want I want to see Cesaro break free of the. I want Sheamus to turn on Cesaro. Cesaro as a babyface, I think. Would have been when it gets to WrestleMania. It'd be four years since he won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Yeah. And they've done nothing with him really. Only in the last year and a half, they've actually decided to do something with him. I think that's more. I think more. It was they put Sheamus and Cesaro together, thinking they're not going to do anything, and we could possibly get rid of them. I think it's only them that have. Nah, they would never have got rid of them. Well, Especially Sheamus. Definitely not Sheamus. Triple H's buddy. His buddy. Yeah. Do you know what I do want to see in 2018? Just moving on quickly. The retirement of Kane. I was just about to say this. <laughs> the one thing I don't want to see in 2018 is any more Kane. So, I, I don't want to see Kane, Big Show, Mark Henry. Jinder Mahal. Great Carly. <laughs> Please, thank for the love of God, not Carly. Batista. Blutista. Batista. Batista cannot come back. I want to see less Randy Orton in the main event. I'm happy Lip- for him to stick around. No, I'm I'm done with Randy Orton. And I don't want to see Kurt Angle wrestle again. No. I think he will. Um, what else do I want to see? Daniel Bryan coming back. Well, we'd all love that, right? I want to see Daniel Bryan come back and I want to see somehow him reignite his feud with The Miz because that was one of the most entertaining things of the last two years. It has to happen. Has two to years. come back. He has to come back. That's the last. <laughs> so desperate for this, you? That's the last big pop. Because it is like the, it is that you're right. It's the last remaining thing to pop about. I mean, obviously, the, the, the more unrealistic things like say Kenny Omega debuting in a Royal Rumble or something like that, which is not going to happen. Um, it wouldn't get as big a pop because not everyone knows Kenny Omega. Like, I think might, it people, would. People might know Kenny Omega, but not more people know Kenny Omega than have seen his matches. Yeah, okay, that's a good shout. But you could say, you could have said the same about AJ Styles. Yeah, and, and he got a massive, he got a big he, pop. He got a big pop. But if you were to compare that to something such as Daniel Bryan returning, oh, there's just no, there's just no. I I know I've I've said this before. Uh, I'll say it again. But yeah, at, at the time when I wasn't really watching it so well, or when I'd only really started getting back into it, I was so on board the Daniel Bryan train. The, the three things that were keeping me in wrestling were him, CM Punk, and The Shield. And I was I, I rewatched WrestleMania 30 the other day, just the intro to it. And that Daniel Bryan's promo video package for that match is one of my favourite video packages of all time. And I think big shout out to him for doing two matches in one night. And they were both really physical. They were. Um also about three and a bit hours apart because of the way WrestleMania yeah. works, but still, yeah, it's just everything about Daniel Bryan I just fucking loved. Um, and I'll be sad if I never get to see him again. Obviously, not see him on TV and whatever, but I'm, I'm, I'm sad at the thought that he'll never wrestle again in WWE anyway. Uh, I don't... It's like, if he's not coming back to WWE to wrestle, I don't want him to wrestle at all. Like I wouldn't mind going out and seeing him on Ring of Honor or whatever, but this is this is where he should be. So if if it if it happens, I will literally lose my shit, and I might actually cry. <laughs> I won't, but still. 
If that happens, we've got to film you. You might actually cry. I will, if, if it happens. All right, okay, well, let, let, let me ask you. If it does happen, how's it going to happen? See, I'm I'm not so opposed to this whole a potential of a Shane. Daniel. I am, because I think Shane can quite easily injure someone by being a bit. But I, I, I'm not opposed to the idea of, of a Shane-Daniel Bryan match. As long as it's not Daniel Bryan's only match. And I know that Daniel Bryan said... Yeah, but would you want that to be his big comeback? That match? If, if I knew that it wasn't his only match... Shane McMahon, it's just... If, if there were guarantees for more matches, then I wouldn't mind. If, if it was just a one-and-done kind of thing, then obviously I'd prefer AJ Styles, someone like that. But... Because... Like the question was posed to him, would you do like maybe a four or five match a year schedule? And he said, no, I'd want to do kind of fifty to a hundred matches a year. Fair play to him. So, if it happens, oh, I can't. I can't even imagine. But I, I'm genu- It's just going to. You be are one sort of, the... of getting a boner now, aren't you? It's, gen- <laughs> it's why I've crossed my legs. <laughs> but it's just one of those moments that like. Those are the things that I love about wrestling. And so if it happens, it happens and I'm going to love it. And if I do cry, I'll take a picture and put it on our Twitter. <laughs> and I'll rip the fuck out of you. <laughs> As will I when Roman Reigns wins the main event. <laughs> well, I know he's going to win it, so there's no fucking point in even... You'll see how aggressive I get in the day. Are you sure you're not watching it with Steve? No, I'll be watching it with you guys... We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> okay, so that wraps up our, uh, I think, our review of 2017, and I'll look forward into 2018. Um, thank you very much for joining me this week, guys. No worries. And uh, thank you too, listeners at home, uh, our PW peeps. Uh, thank you, as I say, for all your support on um, on Twitter, on on Instagram, online uh, this week, all over the last couple of weeks. Um, yeah, look up for more from from us on our social media channels. Um, you can find us on Twitter at the underscore PWP and on Instagram at the People's Wrestling Podcast. Matt, where can they find no, you? For fuck's sake. Uh, the Bear M. Bumby. At the Bear M. Bumby yes, on Twitter, right. yes. Aiden, where can they find you? At Aiden Bunker. Aiden spelled A I D A N. And they can find me at Ali Bunker88 on Twitter. Um, so, yeah, as I say, thank you for joining us next week. Um, we'll be looking to introduce some different segments. We'll have a rundown a bit of Raw and SmackDown again. Um, but thank you very much for joining us this week on what was our 14th episode. Uh, and again, a very happy new year to you all. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>